I'm your host, Dr. M, and you're listening to Aligned You, a podcast to assist you to truly be aligned through your body, head, and heart so you can reach your full potential in your own unique way. Hey there, Aligned You listeners, Dr. M here, and welcome to this week's episode. This week's episode, I'm very excited because it is the start of a series about consistency and rhythm. Yes, you heard it right, consistency and rhythm. Consistency and rhythm that we create in life is so important across the board in so many different areas, whether we're talking about how we are mapping out our life design and the rhythm and the automations that we create within that, whether we're talking about our healing rhythm, whether there's rhythm in our relationships, there's all sorts of rhythms that we create throughout life. Some might call it patterns, some might call it habits, some might call it routines, some others might call it rituals. You can pop whatever word you like as far as that's concerned. But effectively what we're doing is we're creating rhythm and automation so that certain things become second nature to us. And so over the next few episodes, I want to dive deeper into that. Because when I first started thinking about this particular topic for this particular episode, I realized that 15 or so minutes is not enough to dive into it. But it's certainly enough to get the process started and to the irony, non-irony of it, create a rhythm for the next few episodes where we dive into that further. Over the next couple of episodes, we'll be diving into, as I said, that healing rhythm, which is so important. I see it with my clients in my hands-on work, which if you happen to be checking out our brand new YouTube channel, Aligned You, is that you'll see behind me my beautiful integrative practice here at Mitchell Road Chiropractic in Alexandria, is with the the work that I do with my clients in hands-on is we are building a healing rhythm. More about that next episode. Today, what I wanted to focus on was something I've discussed in the past, folks, but it's still so important that we nail this down as far as our consistency and rhythm is concerned as much as possible. not saying you need to be perfect, but as much as possible is our prime real estate of of our day. And uh, speaking to a new client this morning who had just, uh, I'd given a copy of my book to when she first came into the practice, asking what her biggest takeaway was from what she's read and listened to so far of the content that I've delivered. And there were two things that popped for her in particular. One was the worry meter, which we discussed uh, over the last few weeks. And the second one was prime real estate of the day. And it was a great reminder to me, uh, particularly within my own experience over the last few weeks where my morning routines and rituals have been just a little bit off kilter with a couple of different things. Talk about that more in just a moment. But the importance of your prime real estate of your day, which if you've never heard me talk about it before, Aligned You listeners, uh, you can go back into the archives. There is plenty of information on it. And also you're going to get the the 2.0 version or the 2023 version today. What do I mean by when I'm talking about your prime real estate of your day? I mean the first hour and the last hour as you are waking up and as you are going to sleep. Now, some of you might be have lifestyles and families that living at home with you that mean that that first and last hour might be a bit tricky to uh, quarter off just for yourself. But you will get the picture today as to how perhaps you can even quarter off 10 to 15 minutes to make sure that it is yours to set up your day for the best possible day. You would have heard me speaking about it before when I'm t- when I've spoken many many times about the fact that if you are not designing your day, somebody else is designing it for you, and you're basically working with somebody else's agenda. When I see more and more when people are coming into the practice stressed, and we've spoken about that a lot over the last few weeks, is when we actually start breaking down what's happening throughout their day, is they're actually bringing the external world into their internal safe haven really early on. Now. 
again, some of you would have heard me talk about it before, but I'm going to assume that this is all revision or brand new for people. So let me start from the beginning. What I'd love you to do right now is, as long as it's safe to do, if you're driving a car, please just imagine it. Don't shut your eyes as you're as you're doing this imagining, if you're listening whilst driving. But what I'd love you to do is, if it's safe for you to do so, is to actually close your eyes for a moment and to picture your mobile phone or your favourite electronic device that is connected to Wi-Fi, which for most of us, it's our phone, is actually picture your phone in front of your face. Now, what I'd love you to do is actually point to where your social media is and your emails are with your eyes shut. Your muscle memory will actually have you pointing there straight away. I know exactly where mine is. My social media sits on the right-hand side of my mobile phone. I have them categorized, so all my social media sits in the one box. My email sits right down the bottom uh, on the right-hand side of my phone if my phone is facing me. Now, you might be thinking, what the hell has this got to do with anything, Dr. M? Well, my next question to you is, where's your alarm? My alarms are on my phone. I have a series of alarms. I'm going to talk about those in just a moment, but my alarm is definitely on my phone. And so the first thing that I pick up in the morning when my alarm goes off is my phone. Now, the next thing I personally do is put my phone down. However, for you guys, my question to you is, what's the next thing you press? Is it your social media? Is it that you're already seeing the notifications popping up on your phone and you can't help but press because there's a red number on your phone with 10 on it because there's 10 emails that have come through overnight or there might be messages through messenger or there's text messages sitting there what is the next button that you press now many moons ago now is that i can tell you my order of events used to be uh, it would be facebook instagram business page uh, and then my emails would be the first thing that i that i would used to press this is years ago now but for some of you this is not years ago this is still current uh, and the issue with that is that when we actually do that, as soon as we hit anything that's external to us from the external world is we're bringing all the external world stresses or the compare game into our mind, into our consciousness before our feet have even hit the floor. Say that again, you're bringing the external world and all its stresses or the compare game because I know what it's like. I don't know for you guys, but lots of people I know are in Europe at the moment. <laughs> I am not in Europe at the moment. I'm at work in Alexandria. And so it's, it would be easy to get into the compare game of, oh, why does everybody else get to go on holidays? Why am I still here? Why is it blah, blah, blah? You get the picture. So if for the first thing that you do within your prime real estate is you reclaim that and you start reclaiming and pushing back. I'm never not saying don't ever get on social media because clearly I personally am on social media, so I'm not being hypocritical about it. But what I would suggest, and just plant the seed for a moment, what if you pushed it out by 15 minutes to half an hour to 45 minutes to maybe even an hour before you actually hit any of those sources? My question to you would be, how different would your day look if you were able to do that. Now, for some of you, you might be thinking, well, that's all well and good, Dr. M. You don't have kids that are jumping on your head at, uh, at first thing in the morning. And how is that going to work as far as my family is concerned? Well, that's something to think about whether you need to maybe get up just a little bit earlier in the morning to have a little bit of time to yourself. Uh, but more about that in just a moment. So my number one tip for prime real estate of your day is within that first hour, if you can, is to stay off social medias and emails and anything that is external to your household. What you might find is then the next stage to that is to really pay attention to what is going on with your morning habits. What are you doing with first thing in the morning? 
Are you the sort of person that loves to get up and exercise? Are you a bit like myself where I actually spend my first alarm, I mentioned earlier I have a series of alarms. My first alarm goes off very early at 4.20 and the reason why it gets goes off at 4.20 is that that's 10 minutes before my beautiful wife's first alarm goes off uh, and it gives me 10 minutes to start rehearsing my day. Then the nature of how we do things in the morning, it gives me another 15 minutes to actually go through all of my gratitude. Some of you have heard me speaking about this before. My first practice is in the morning morning is uh, rehearsing my day in terms of what you might think what am I talking about is rehearsing my day actually means that most of you would be able to do this to an extent is you roughly know what's coming up through the day and so when I'm rehearsing my day I actually start thinking about how I would like to show up so let's take today for example is that I was into the it's a day after a public holiday here in Sydney uh, I was into a busy morning in practice because Monday melded into Tuesday uh, Ames and I come into the practice and the pooches come into the practice for about 6 30 this morning I knew what my appointment book looked like because I'd had a glance at that yesterday and planning the week out. I also knew that my plan for this morning uh, was to had a photo that needed to get taken this morning. I also knew that I wanted to record. I was at, at midday. I have another call I need to be on. I know what's going on throughout my day. You don't need my whole the minute to minute of my day, but you get the picture where I knew roughly what was going on throughout the day and what activities were going to be happening throughout the day. So then what it allows me to do is actually to rehearse how do I want to show up in each one of those components of my morning. What are my intentions? I try and be intentional with my intentions. It's perhaps an episode for a different time. And it is part of consistency and rhythm is what intentions do I want for each component of that day? Because then what it allows me to do is at the end of my day, is to go back over how did I show up throughout the day? How close to what I rehearsed in the morning did the day go? Now, folks, it doesn't mean that because you rehearse your day that everything goes according to plan. Far from it. However, what it does get allow you to do is to um, have the best possible opportunity for it to run how you would like it to run. So that's what I do with my morning. Now, some people would that's not what they want to do first thing in the morning. That's totally okay. It's just a suggestion. For some of you, you really like moving first thing in the morning and the best thing you could do is throw your sneakers on and go for a run. That is my worst nightmare personally. But for some people, that would absolutely float your boat and that movement actually becomes quite meditative. And it might be on your run that you actually start rehearsing your day or going through your gratitudes. So another component to what I do before I actually, my feet hit the floor is go through my gratitudes for the day. What am I grateful for? And it can be simple stuff because look, let's face it, sometimes the shit's hitting the fan and it's hard to find stuff you're grateful for. But the reality is, is if you've got a roof over your head and you're in a comfy bed, there's plenty to be grateful for. And so sometimes I go for the simple stuff like that. How grateful I am that I have a home that I can live in, that I have a comfortable bed, that I'm, that I am loved that I have, even when uh, Coco, who is our little dog, likes to try and jump on my head first thing in the morning, I'm grateful for that because she loves me so much. She wants to come and say good morning. You're getting the picture. Plenty of things that we can be grateful for first thing in the morning. Now, the other part to prime real estate of your day is to make sure you've got that space to be able to do the things that you love first thing in the morning. As I said, whether that's meditating, breath work, whether it is going for a run, whether it's to sit down and have your favorite cup of tea or coffee in your favorite chair, in your, in your spot that you can just sit and be for a period of time before the rest of the day starts kicking into gear. That time is so powerful for how you are setting up the rest of your day. And the same can be said for the end of your day is actually spending, it might not be a full hour that you get on your own. It might be more like 15, 20 minutes that you actually detach and actually stop the connection to the outside world. 
preferably stopping the blue wave light light actually hitting your eyes, whether that's your phone or televisions, so that your neurology can start winding down for the day and it actually can start preparing for a better sleep. Sleep hygiene is something we'll talk about on another occasion. But having that set up the correct, or correct not the word I want to use, to uh, set up strategically to be at your best for best possible sleep can be so powerful then for how rested you are for the following day. And it's often said that our dreams, that we're having a, a way of cataloging what's gone on throughout the day. So before you go to sleep, is asking yourself certain questions can be very powerful for what sort of dreams you're actually going to be having. Uh, again, something for a, a future episode, but simple things that you can be asking yourself before going to bed. What am I grateful for for today? What went well? What perhaps didn't go so well? How did I show up? Could I have shown up better? How would I have done things differently if I had a chance to do it over again? What do I love about myself today? And what do I love about my partner today or your spouse today, or it might be your children, your inner circle, your your nuclear family, is to actually be running through what you love about them before you go to sleep. Now, sometimes you might actually be a bit frustrated with, with your loved ones, but finding those things that you love about them before you go to sleep is a very powerful way to be setting up the next day to be uh, more successful than perhaps the day that you're going to sleep on. Hope that makes sense. My mum used to talk about often the importance of never going to sleep on an argument. Uh, Again, a conversation for another time. There's lots of conversations for another time this particular episode. But understanding the consistency and the rhythm that you're creating by your morning and evening routines is so powerful. Because again, if you're like, yeah, I don't have any of those set in place, is then if each day is a bit haphazard, it doesn't allow for uh, the life design that you are wanting to create versus one that you're being dragged along a bit kicking and screaming because you're working to other people's agenda. I hope that makes sense aligned you listeners. So your homework this week is to check in. Are you designing your prime real estate of the day? Is it filled with at least one or two things that help you set up for a great day ahead? Or are you actually starting the day behind because everybody else's agenda is before your own? And it might be your kids, it might be partners, spouses that are actually taking over your morning. Is it okay to actually set time aside that is just for you? Now, I think I mentioned it earlier, but sometimes that might mean you need to actually start your day a little bit earlier. I mentioned it and I'm not asking you, you to set your alarm for 4.20 in the morning. Part of the reason why my first alarm goes off at 4.20 in the morning is particularly say on practice days, we're into the practice for 6.30 in the morning. So part of my prime real estate of the day routine, ritual and rhythm is that I actually really love to be able to sit down with a cup of coffee, which is about to get pushed out to a little bit later, but a hot beverage in my favorite chair so I can just gather my thoughts for the day. And then the next component to my morning routine and rhythm is that Ames and I actually do a 20-minute breathwork uh, meditation. It's super gentle. It actually puts us into a great headspace for coming into the practice. And so I spend uh, between getting ready and then before we leave the leave home to come up to work, about an hour and a half on my morning routine, which does mean I need to get up earlier because we get in here for 6.30 in the morning. Now, for some of you, it might mean you need to actually get up, say, 10, 20 minutes earlier, just so that you are actually ahead of the day, particularly if you've got kids and you need to be ahead of them being up before they do take over the agenda. It's just the nature of the beast sometimes is that's how it works within families that we're living with. So your homework, as I said, aligned you listeners, is to check in. 
is your prime real estate of the day something that you own or are you having, is it owned by other people? And what changes can you actually make right now as we're getting off today's episode and you think, yeah, I can do that a bit better. Oh yeah, that actually fell off. I used to do that, but I don't do that anymore. Is it possible? Remember, I didn't say get off social media. I just said maybe push it out a wee bit. Is it possible that the first thing that you hit before your fleet feet hit the floor is not something that connects you to the external world and that you actually can keep your internal safe haven for as long as possible? My question to you is what difference will it make? And if you could test it out for at least seven days, ideally 21 days, I'd be fascinated to hear how that all goes for you. So before we finish off today, my top five. Song of the week is Defying Gravity by Indina Menzel. Get that right, Indina Menzel. Uh, I love a good show tune and this is one of the best. Uh, Wicked's actually playing in Sydney at the moment. I'd love to get along to it. Perhaps some of you have already seen it. It's meant to be sensational. Uh, but this song, uh, it has a, a soft spot in my heart, actually, because I was listening to it on high rotation just before I met my beautiful wife. Uh, and I like to think it helped bring her in. Again, conversation for another time. What did I watch over the weekend? As I mentioned to you, I'm not really reading at the moment, but I'm watching some interesting stuff. Um, it wasn't really a brain vacate, but it was a great revision. The Blue Zones documentary that's on Netflix at the moment. So fascinating. Uh, to watch how people around the world in the cultures that are creating the most centenarians, most hundred-year-olds, uh, often it's where people, things get nicknamed with the places that people forgot to die. Uh, but the importance is, is the uh, actual vitality that people are living very long lives with. And some of the common themes are fascinating. We're going to talk more about that with the consistency and rhythm over the next few weeks. Uh, what did I do to decompress over the weekend? I had a gorgeous lunch with my beautiful wife on Sunday afternoon. We went to the beautiful Love Fish in Brangaroo. Dear friends of ours own that particular restaurant and it's a, such a gorgeous spot. And then we popped into uh, our, the restaurant where we got married to have a drink that afternoon. Uh, and it was just such a, a, a beautiful way to spend a rather hot afternoon in Sydney. But it was a great way to decompress and also just to do something fun that was a bit out of our norm of late, which was cool. Uh, my quote for this week, three things you should never feel guilty for. Number one, changing for the better. Two, knowing your worth. And three is staying true to your vision is so important. Uh, and that's by the famous author and on, by the way. So important that as we're actually starting to create change is that we know what the vision that we're creating for the future is because it's often said you need to be it before you can become it. So these sorts of activities and routines, rituals, rhythms and consistency that you can create by getting in control of your prime real estate of your day is so powerful in taking steps towards that. So that's it for this week, Aligned You listeners. Bye for now and I'll catch you next time. And that's it for today's episode, Aligned You listeners. Remember to hit the five-star ratings and share today's episode with your friends. And be sure to join our collective on Facebook and Instagram at Aligned You. Look forward to catching you next time. The information shared on Aligned You podcast is of general nature and for information purposes only. It is not specific medical or personal advice. You should seek assistance from your healthcare practitioner for your individual circumstances. Any information provided doesn't imply endorsement or third-party devices or products and cannot provide you with health and medical advice.